0: We're about oyster beer okay so so i don't like yeah somebody yeah he asked the question about oyster beer so i i want to i, I want to point out something to you how many people here first of all i want to know how many teetotalers do we have in the room we have one teetotaler teetotaler is somebody who never ever drinks alcohol Toteles well, <laughs> You're not a teetotaler. Maybe you're not. Okay. So, so, we get. Did you turn the air on? It's on. It feels it. he feels it. So we get an inordinate. We get an inordinate amount of communications from people who want information about kosher alcohol, uh, and uh, the reason why we get that question is because alcohol is in, in this gray area in this gray area where for, where for many, many, many years, for many, many, many years, uh, it got a pass. Almost nobody in this room will buy something without any processed food, without a hashgach. And the reason why you won't buy something without a hashgach is because your rabbi taught you that buying food without a hashgach, uh, you're likely eating something that's not kosher. But when it comes to alcohol... Beer, uh, whiskey. I'm not talking about wine, of course, because wine is more complicated, right? You can't, basically, you, you need to buy kosher wine, or otherwise, the wine's treif. But, but uh, it's uh, it's always gotten a pass. It's particularly the simpler items that are out there. Um, I, I believe that by and large, it, it's more or less uh, wrong. That means that if you think that if you think that we know a hundred percent what we're talking about. When we tell you that oh this is okay or that's okay, uh, it, it's not really true. That I means the, the 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 falsehood here is that you shouldn't think that alcohol is less complicated than food. We also can make pretty good guesses when we look at food items that don't have ashgachos whether they're kosher or not. The reason why we never have uh, you never have pushed so hard on the topic of alcohol, but that's changing dramatically now, is because the alcohol business. And the food processed food business, are very, very different. And um, I mentioned this to somebody earlier. Kosher, kosher certification in America is something we could be, all be very, very grateful for. The fact that you could be a you both basically anywhere in the country because you, you can't live without eating is, is really nothing short of a miracle. But the reason why it's so common is because, and this is important to understand, it's because... Companies make money when they get kosher certified. Alcohol, the alcohol industry is different. Most of the alcohol industry has a very interesting deficit. It's not a budgetary deficit, it's a sales deficit. That means they sell more than they're able to fulfill orders. That means they have no financial benefit from getting hashgoth in many cases, in many cases, or they had no financial benefit for getting Ashgacha, and that's the reason why alcohol is probably the last and final frontier where we see certifi- kosher certifications. Now the kosher industry is has or the or or the alcohol industry has become sensitive to certain locales that have very strong kosher communities. And enough items are kosher certified where companies are seeing that uncertified items are not selling the same way that certified items are selling. So we see a growth in kosher certification. Another reason why we see a growth in kosher certification with alcohol is because there's a law in Israel that you cannot call something kosher or serve something kosher unless it's actually kosher certified. So every bar and hotel bar in Israel (laughs) <laughs> or event in Israel that has any kind of kosher certification, which is extremely common. There's a basic level of kosher that's very common in Israel. They all the alcoholic beverages have to have a heksher. Oh. So we've seen a tremendous amount of items that have started to become certified kosher in the alcohol industry as well, despite the fact that they don't really have a problem selling their juice as they call it. But you should know you should know that it isn't all that simple. That means it's true that we don't approve items without a hachzer, that we aren't 100% comfortable or kosher. But if we apply, if you think about the amount of time that we literally waste trying to deal with this problem, it doesn't make any sense for us to deal with because we could do the same thing for food. Most of the rabbis who work in kosher certification agencies are, at least in the food sector categories that they deal with, experts in both the halacha and the processes associated with the production of those foods and can make pretty solid guesses the same way rabbis have done for generations as to whether something is kosher. If you open up Shulchan Aruch Yeridea Chelek I believe, I think it's right at the beginning of Beis, Simen Kuf Yud Zayin I believe, or Kuf Yud, Kuf Yud Zayin Kuf Yud Chas, around there you'll see all kinds of foods that the Shulchan Aruch Assumes our culture, he says. These things you could you could buy from Goyim. It's no problem. All kinds of stuff, right? Is he giving a halachah to those things? No, he's dead. But his word is law, and those things are allowed to buy. That does not mean that you're we could be certain of it, and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's lechatchila. In fact, there are rabbanim. Rabbi Heineman is one of them who will often tell you that. Many of the things in Shulchan Aruch are Pizka HaLacha reacting to situations that happened already. They're event. It happened. That's not the right way to do it. That's what happens if it happened, right? He likes to, Rabbi Heinemann likes to tell a story. When they were building the first uh, new mikveh in Lakewood, back in the old days, uh, when he was, uh, in his early days, as a, as a kolol, a member of the kolol in, in Lakewood Yeshiva, they went to discuss the construction of the mikveh with the Sat and the Rebbe told him, he says, if you have to open up a Shulchan Aruch, the mikvah is already possible. That means that when you build the mikvah, you're supposed to build it lechatchilah. You're supposed to build it in the uh, following best practices. And if you have to open the Shulchan Aruch, then it's already you're doing b'di'avad. You're doing after the fact. You're doing you're doing. It's a second-class citizen. And and much of. Our work in kosher certification is certification. I'm not telling you that it's mutter. I can tell you a lot of things are motor. In fact, a um, Hanuman once told me when I presented him with a, with, a, with, a, with, a, with a responsum, with a tshuva, about a particular topic. He says, this is great. Keep it and use it when Mashiach comes to get, en- get entry into the Sanhedrin. Because ah. in order to get into the Sanhedrin, the Gemara says that you have to be mater asher, you have to permit a forbidden bug. 150 different ways. So this is you have 149 to go. Just don't put an answer on it, right? So of course we could be matter anything. The question is we're not matter things, right? Uh, kosher certification is not a, a, a psak. Kosher certification is a certification is a commitment that is it's kosher And when it comes to when it, when it comes to alcoholic beverages, uh, you know I'm not sure why it should be different than food, right? Meaning. Meaning, I think we all understand that when you have an option to buy something that's kosher, you don't buy something that's strafe. The same way you wouldn't go into your neighbor who has not brought tray food into their house for three years, but never kashered their kalim from the last time they made shrimp, right? You would not eat in their house. It doesn't make sense to drink the beer if they never kashered their kalim. And yes, somebody tells me there's a boilout. The boilouts are never at cashering temperatures because the chemicals needed... For the the caustics that are used, the chemicals needed for the boilouts to clean the uh, to clean the systems uh, can't go over one hundred fifty five degrees, or the chemicals dissipate. So nobody intentionally cowers their facility, uh, a beer facility at least, and many and many food production facilities are like this. So w- it's important for you to understand that when, if if you if you think about it carefully, that there is an extremely complicated uh, there's an extremely complicated effort. To try to keep you people floating in juice, to make sure you have lachyams, right? Which is, uh, you know, for, f- you know, in in many ways and in certain cases, you know, really uh, a relic of the past. We probably shouldn't do it anymore. And over time, you'll see my, my, more and more certifications on uh, on products. You'd be amazed how many of these products are certified; they don't carry symbols. Now, one of the reasons why they don't carry symbols like our behind said is that he happens to hate. Putting a extra symbol on, on an alcoholic beverage because it's common and it could last many years. He hates it. He hates it with a passion. He thinks it's the wrong thing to do because it's misleading. Can you put uh, a a law for symbol? what? Keep it a year under the symbol. What? Keep it a year under the symbol. Well, well, it, you'd never. You can't know whether you, where 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 it went. You can't get a, you can't get a bottle of bourbon that's less than two years old. It's a law. Bourbon has to be aged at least two years old. Right. So yeah, it, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. He doesn't, doesn't like it, but in Israel we do it because so we. Bottling happens later, so it's so legally required. Right, but then it goes. Then the company can hold on to it, the distributors can hold on to it. It's a total mess. It's so a total you know, mess. He doesn't like. It. There is in yeah. Israel we do it, and we, and we, you know, Adams. Yeah, Sam Adams, but Sam Adams is not is not a well, it it's not a liquor. Right. Move. Well, why is Thomas also? Yeah, but it doesn't. Nobody holds on to it for ten years. Right. It goes bad, yeah, goes bad after a few months. It Goes bad after a few months. But but you should know. There are there are plenty of things, there are plenty of whiskeys that have a Star-K on them. He doesn't like it, but uh, as, the, 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 the bottom line is here in Baltimore, Sagamore Spirits has a Star-K on them. It, 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 there's nothing to do about it. It, it happens. Uh, well, what, what does that mean, it happens? But a lot of companies, <laughs> what, it, what yeah, do you mean? <laughs> <sir>. <laughs> <laughs> we decide. We decide. No, he decides also. no He decides right. everything. He doesn't like it, so, so for many years we were reticent about it. He was he was reticent about it. But slowly but surely, the companies want it very badly because it's helping them. It's helping them grow. And there are ways for you to know whether your stuff is uh, your, your stuff was sold by a guy or a kid, right? You know, if you have a, a local liquor shop, right, that everybody that Wherever you perhaps right? you look into it to make sure it's sold. We look in t- we t- we look that. into it to know that the main distribution channels are not owned by Jews, right? But you have to remember that of <laughs> a Pesach right is a Dindarabbana. Right? You're not Mukhiv in Badika. You don't have to check. It's only if you know about it. There's no halacha that says you have to go like Matzi Pesach, for a rabbi whose cell phone number is not a secret, who works in the world of kashrus is a terrible night because in addition to what you know I grew up in a in a in a, in a, in a home that had some uh, had some german traditions it's rumpelnacht you know you're putting everything back you're putting everything away right? And then, you know, you may have some legitimate things that got piled up over your Yontif and your kahilo or whatever it was, Shadis that come in, because it could be a two-day Yontif, a three-day Yontif, maybe a Levaya, maybe, maybe a few Taharis, right? And then you have 45 numskulls who are driving on the 95, either from Baltimore to New York, or, from, or past Lakewood, and they want to know if they could buy a black coffee in a rest stop on Matzi Pesach. And for those of you who may have that question... And might be slightly offended, I just called you a numbskull. I'll tell you the following thing. A, there's no chametz in coffee. So it can't be Hamat of a Pesach. B, there's no reason, you don't have to check the tits of every person you buy stuff from after Pesach to see maybe they're a yid and they didn't sell their chametz. Right? There's no such halacha. Nobody ever required it. Right? So we, we we tried to not knowingly do something wrong, but at the same time, you know, at the end of the day. At the at the end of the day, uh, nobody's perfect. So but who, so, who decides to start discussing whether distributors are Jewish or not Jewish, or whether Sazerac is Jewish or mm-hmm. people with too much When you when you find out, the Rav always says, "Don't look too hard." Right. Don't right. look too hard. I, 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 is everybody here married? Right? If you're familiar with Hilchas we also say, "Don't look." <laughs> right? It's the same thing. No, it's the same. I'm I, I'm not kidding. It's the same halacha. It's the same halacha. We're not mechuyiv. Unless Chazal tell us, like in the case of B'tikas, looking for bugs in vegetables, unless we're told by the rabbis that you have to look to try to fulfill their gzera, you're not obligated to do so. And there's perception that the world has, the conservation agencies... I, I just told you. <laughs> I just told you my perception <laughs> so, so of so all the, the people that call me on Matzi Pesach. I want to know if they could buy coffee in the rest <laughs> so stop I, on the way back. I for next publication to like start, like, that we shouldn't be... I want, to tell you something. I, I, I want to tell you something. <laughs> I want to tell you something. So the only I want to tell you something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the impact... Of sharing that information is, but I will tell you that when I was a, when, I, when I was a, when I was when I was much um, when I, I consider myself young, but when I was much much younger when they started pub when our school started publishing halacha books in English, I started noticing that those books were more machmer than the books that were written in Hebrew, and I discussed with somebody and he told me and it's something I've heard many times from other people. I guess a lot of people think this that when you publish something that gives a Broader group of people access to it where there's lower barriers of entry. You need to be more circumspect the way you present yourself because when if you say X, right, people will if if you give somebody a finger they'll bite off your whole arm, right. So it's the same way it's the same way when we communicate things like this when we talk about you know this is allowed, right. It'll go from that we said that you don't have to be not machuiv to check, or you could assume that if you don't know better that the persons are guy it'll go through that the star case said that there's no such thing as to of love Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you could ask Rabbi Weiner I'm sure Rabbi Weiner deals with this problem every day tells one guy something you know he was uh, jammed up in, in, a, in a you know place was up, it was held up was by a group of bank robbers and he told and he said he could eat, drink a cup of coffee and then all of it's a of sudden right, right 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 then they're ordering frappuccinos so I what I, I can <laughs> tell you they're fine they're fine we were not the people who started the mess. It's Chicago. We, we were not, not. Yeah. the seven, seven, three Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Everything comes from Chicago. Anyway, anyway. Anyway They know that shit. Anyway, anyway, my point only is is that and my point only is is that is that the assumption that alcoholic beverages don't need cautious, don't, don't need a hatcher and they're different this is not true. It's not the, the alcoholic beverage is not that much different than other beverages. And, 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 and other foods, foods, they all should have aksherium. The reason why you didn't see them, for most of, we haven't seen them as, as, as broadly uh, adopted the way other foodstuffs are is because they don't have the same benefits from it, and I think it's something that's changing. Now I will tell you, there are alcoholic beverages that are less complex, and there are alcoholic beverages that are more complex. Now here we're getting to the nitty-gritty that I promise you that if you publish, people will understand less and less. So, for example, there are alcoholic beverages that are highly, highly regulated by governments. And when something is highly regulated by a government, you have, especially if we visit, and we do visit a lot of facilities that make them, we know the halachic issues can be minimized. So, for example, the production of bourbon and scotch in their respective countries, and tequila in Mexico is a good example also, are highly, highly regulated. So we know exactly what the cautious issues are in those three drinks. We know them very, very well. So I I could, with total confidence, identify the issues and how you could avoid those things. However, a tiny little difference, and I I don't know your name. Tell me your name. Mendel. Mendel. Okay, so Mendel Mendel is the reason why, you know, I don't publish this so clearly. (laughs) Because Mendel showed me a bottle of mezcal, and he says, this tequila, is it okay? Right? I said, that's not tequila, that's mezcal. Mezcal, it has different laws. It's almost exactly the same as tequila, but it has different laws. It can be made outside the state of Jalisco and Mexico, and has different laws. In mezcal, it's not uncommon that when they boil the mezcal, they drop, everybody hold on to your cheats, into the boil, a raw, whole turkey breast. Really? <laughs> That's the tradition. <laughs> That's why it tastes so good. The Just reason why it. they do that, in the, in the real, you know, the places, places with actually they don't do that. The reason why they do that is because, and in the production of many alcoholic beverages, they have this issue is that during fermentation, there's a lot of foam that, that, a lot of foam is generated. And they need an antifoam. What's the best antifoam? you ever pour a, a, a and you ever pour a, a cup of soda when it was warm and, and like all the foam comes up and then you stick your finger and the foam goes away? Do you ever wonder why that happens? There's oil on your finger. The fat, very good, very impressive. The fat, He cheated, Somebody yeah, the fat in the oil on your <laughs> finger, is, is, it works as an anti-foam agent, right? Antifoams always have fat. So the, the Mexicans, you know, back, you know, back in the day, whenever that was, in the 22nd, no. in, 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 the, in the 12th century, whenever they started uh, making tequila so or making mezcal, they saw that they had to have a way to kill it. So instead of sticking finger in their finger, they must, somebody must have dip, dipped the raw turkey breast in. And it worked. And they continue to do so. Uh, sometimes they use a ham hock. In different areas where they like places where they had turkeys, they eat turkey. Otherwise they use like a leg of a pig. Now, in almost in in many of those cases it'll be botlobashishan. In many of those cases, be bottle But Mendel, can I ask you a question? Yes. If your neighbor was brewing beer next door, right, yes. and he dipped a little chaser into the beer, but it was Batal basishin, would you be asking the rabbi, should I be going there to drink his beer? You have 50 beers that are kosher. Are you going to go take the beer? Absolutely not. Don't answer the question. You know, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely not. Not, not even for it afterwards. So therefore, so therefore, so therefore, it, it becomes highly complicated. And then people say, oh, if that's okay, then everything's okay. And this is okay, and that's okay. And, and it drive me crazy with it. We get 150,000 consumer questions a year. 49,000 from Cincinnati? No. Um, and, and so many of them are about alcohol. And, and the truth is is that we see time and time again that people, people, because they are used to eat, drinking things that don't have a hexer. Often we'll go so far as to drink things that are trafe, and when I say trafe, I mean trafe, totally trafe, right? Totally trafe. It happens sure. all the time. It besides happens all the beer, time. Well, What's that's not the beer, totally trafe. Totally be- no, that beer is not totally trafe. I could. That's one forty-eight on my list. I have a whole thing ready what for the Senate Scotch, said. Well, brandy. Bourbon's good. I didn't what? say it's good. No, I it's said You could. You could, you could figure it out. Brandy. Is rye it's similar brandy. to bourbon or that's... Rye is not regulated the same way. The word bourbon is holy, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, our hashara will be, if you look on our website, will say, yeah, rye is also, if it doesn't say that it was this, that, or the other thing, you could drink it too. But I would also say, what, and, and, and canned fruit from Thailand, if it doesn't say X, Y, and Z, it's also okay. No, you're going to your wife doesn't see your so she ain't going to buy it, right? So why are you going to pass why do you get a so pass? Everybody should stop drinking alcohol. Well, there are a lot of alcohol. We, one of the things that we're working on very hard is is, is, is is it's not well known. It's not well known how much of the alcohol out there is actually has a heksha even though it doesn't have it on the label. People don't realize how much of it. For example, for example, the whole line of Johnny Walker has a heksha. except for maybe. How right? do we know? Um, why do they want it? Because the main reason why they did it was for Israel. The main reason why they did want on the battles. Because they don't they because they don't have enough gain. They don't have enough gain to do it. There's a loss. In, yeah, of course. They have to redo all their labels. Not like anti semitic No. Text. No. Not, I want to tell you something. Today in in Kamat Kamat. Come I could say Kamat. Kamat. We work in almost every country in the world. We almost never encounter anti-Semitism. The only thing that matters is the almighty buck. (laughs) That's the only thing that matters. At least that's what we see. It's all about money. It's all about money. In fact, one of the most compliant areas in the world with Kashrus is Europe, which you cannot (coughs) say that Europe is not an anti-Semitic place. One of the least compliant places in the world with Kashrus is the United States. Not true. Really? Not, true. Is not true. What do you say? Not true. Chinese have their issues, as do the Indians and those. But the in the United States, it's most common. People work in especially know this. In the United States, it's most common for quality assurance people to not be so committed to being in touch with the cashiers' agencies as much. That's why we find that we have to visit plants in the United States more often than we have to visit plants in, for example, Europe. Europe is far more civilized than the United States. Is it stomach ignorance, or they, they're trying to trick the system? They're too busy trying to make money. Okay. Hey, Thank you. So, you mentioned tequila. And what about rum? So rum is not as highly regulated as as those as as those. Things. rum can be made in you know to just to give you an example. Uh, there, there are a lot of rules with rum, but it's very easy to get around the rum rules, right? You see, you know, for example, Captain Morgan. you think it's rum? It's not rum. Captain Morgan is not rum. If you look really closely it has it says with natural flavors. Even the white even the white Captain Morgan. Captain Morgan is bottled in Italy and in Chicago, right? It, it's rum. It's supposed to be the definition of rum is really that it's made out of sugarcane from like the from from the from the Caribbean area, right? So it's not, it's, not, it's not so simple. Yes, we, you can go on our website, look at the general list, don't call us, don't ask, don't email, we don't want to hear from you. Just do it, read the list, use your brain, and that's good. But so my point is, it's not so simple. Another problem is, let's say you have a big conglomerate. Some of these companies now have, you know, a little, you know, if you have, a, imagine you have a little family, you know, they have two diaries, three diaries, ten diaries, they're slaving away, working very hard in their distillery, and private equity comes, or some big company comes, and says, I'll give you $100 million for your business. And what are they going to do? They take $100 million. And for diary diaries, nobody's ever going to work, right? Right? Why should they slave away, right? That's what happens. So big companies own it. Then they take the stuff, and they ship it in a, in, in, a, in a tank. They ship it in a tank to some central location. Much easier than putting it in bottles. Unless the law requires them to put it in bottles, they're going to ship it all over the world. And then they're going to go bottle it, right? Now, ask the rabbi. If you put something treif in a keli, right? And the keli is treif. And then you put, normally a cold bottling line doesn't impact kosher We never think really hard about this, about whether it's kosher or not, because the bottom line is we know the Sprite is, sprite is a kosher item. It's certified kosher by the, the Sprite. In the United States, at least, the uh, juices, the syrup is kosher certified by the OU. The water, the, the sugar, and the carbon dioxide that go in every bottling plant does not need a hashgacha, and therefore we don't care where a Sprite is bottled. We know the bottles. Like, okay, I. what about the Caleb? "Is What's the problem? The sprite gets bottled in a continuous process. Everything is cold. Nothing stays 24 hours. There is no problem. One problem. Right? Yeah. One, one problem. When you do that with alcohol, it's not true. Because alcohol is assumed in Allah it's, it's something that's sharp. And therefore, it's It's assumed that you know within a short period of time it leaches out it leaches out whatever bleeds are in the kalim. So if it runs on Trafe or on Milchix, it creates it creates a it creates an issue, and that and that is a problem. That is a, that's a significant problem. So for example, let's say let's say right, I had a problem. I had a facility that was bottling Tanqueray gin, uh, Tanqueray oh, ten, yeah. Tanqueray ten, I think it was, and we were supposed to put a hachshar on it. Now for the Evid, we, that's one forty-seven. We could be Michael. I have we can. I we can come up with coolers to be Michael. We didn't make a big tumble. That's not kosher, but they, in between the, in between, the, uh, let's say uh, this is an example, February twenty twenty-one during COVID this happened actually, and uh, let's say uh, February twenty twenty-two, they decided that they're going to run Trafe Cognac on that on, on that line as well. Now the Trafe Cognac made the line Trafe and now I am going to run this gin on it. Which also, may, which which is now going to leach out my traf cognac and put it in. So yeah, I could come up with coolers, right? We can come up with a theorem. But at the end of the day, it's running on treif kalem What about their they're kalim? How do you like th- how do you like them beans, right? They take your gin and they turn it make it milchik, not your right? Especially if you consider milchik's, if you consider, consider milkics to be a problem, not only about vasa but you're also worried about chalav stam, because believe me, it wasn't Chal Israel, uh, wasn't chal, chal of whiskey. So therefore. So therefore, my point to you, though, is... My point to you is, don't assume... that Don't assume that it, that, it, that it is, uh, you know... That alcoholic beverages do not need hashgachal. What's actually going on is that we were successful. We, I mean, the greater we... The Rabbi Shalom gave us the gift that food... We can get hakshayim on food. Uh, and that has, you know, gone on for many, 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 many years. And it's, been, it's an enterprise that's been very, very successful... And it benefits all of us greatly. And we were less successful It's going slower with alcoholic beverage in an effort to make sure that nobody needed to be sober when they had an otherwise desire to be otherwise. So a, a, a tremendous effort has been made, a tremendous effort has been made by Rabbanim all over the world, by the way. Everybody recognizes you know, the importance of, of uh, having a l'chaim, obviously. And a tremendous amount of work has been done to advise people what they can feel comfortable drinking halachically. But that does not mean that it's lechatchila. It doesn't mean, we're not guaranteeing that it's all 100% cool. We're saying that it's our, it's our studied belief that halachically it's acceptable. It doesn't mean it's perfect. Why are we assuming this doomsday take case with, like, oh, maybe it's a milk, okay, maybe... Because we see it. Because we see oh, it. Oh, look, because 100%. Because we see it in facilities that we go into regularly. So then you have to do that with, with beer, then. If you know that that beer... Who cares if they bought their used? can no idea. You don't have to look into it. Can you use the same. Logic we do this. It? We do the same thing. If you look at, it, but if a new microbrewery opens up down the block, you don't ha- and you see that all the beer that they have is IPA and good stuff. You don't have to look into it. No flavors, no. IPA. Wait, wait. Let's stop for a second.
1: Sorry.
0: He asked first, so I answered your question. The reason why we, go, we, we, the doomsday scenario is not a doomsday scenario. It's not nervous. Do I look nervous? I'm not nervous, <laughs> right? It's a, it's a reality. We see it all the time. He asked, and then I'll answer your question. What's your question? You forgot does, it? It's okay. Does the Star-K, <laughs> I also forgot it. Does the Star-K um, look at things like alcohol as a business or as a Mesa that's representing Jewish? In other words, bad sim is probably not such a great thing that we have so much sex so, access now. So let's stop a second. The Star-K is, not, Star-K is unique among the big conscious agencies. We're probably the second or third largest conscious agency in the world. We're unique. We're the only one. That's a nonprofit and dedicated exclusively to kosher. That means there are kosher agencies that are nonprofits, even large ones that are nonprofits, but they're not dedicated exclusively to kosher. They use the proceeds from kosher to support uh, good causes. Uh, there are cautious, major, major kosher agencies that are private enterprises that belong to people. Uh, we're neither of those things. Uh, Vitamin and Dr. Pollack have cooked up a way which I've, I can tell, I'm only here about 10 years which I'm, I'm, I'm really fascinated by it. they've cooked up a successful way to balance um, the success of a major international conscience agency with the needs for a community like for example I don't know I don't know what goes on in other conscience agencies but I can tell you I can tell you that the reason why I am here today on a Sunday afternoon is not because I know Robert Weinberg for 30 years it's because I knew that if you ask Rabbi Heineman to come sit, speak to people who are interested in learning Torah, that's what he does, and that's what he wants us to do. So I'm just filling in. I'm being I'm being Schlich. That's that, that's 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 what we do. We teach. We, we, we travel. We answer shailas uh, all hours of the night and day because the feels that that's the way we that's the way we're supposed to give back. Uh, that's the way we're supposed to give back uh, to because we work we work for Klausel. If we certify something. We certify it because we believe, the Rav believes that it's a right thing to do. There are things the Rav will not allow us to certify. We will not certify prescription medicine, even though we've been asked many times to certify prescription medicine. The reason why we'll not certify prescription medicine is because no. the Rav doesn't want anybody not to take prescription medicine if it doesn't have a hechsher. Because he believes that even though it's lechatchila, to eat kosher certified food, right? That's when you have a choice. When you get prescription medicine, you don't have a choice. The cash issues of prescription medicine are not relevant halachically if a doctor prescribes you that medicine. That's not the same about over-the-counter. But a prescription medicine, he feels that we, we, we will not give a prescription We'll not give a extra, extra to pet food. We'll not give a extra to pet food. We'll say maybe it's uh, kosher friendly, and he'll not put extra on it. You know why? Because he's afraid that poor people might buy it and eat it. Um <laughs> They won't give a hatchet to laundry detergent because it doesn't need a hatchet. What uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, what about vape pens? We will not give a hatchet to vape pens because they all thinks it's wrong to use. Uh, alcohol, there's there are appropriate uh, ritual ways to use alcohol uh, in, in forms of moderation that I would be happy to demonstrate you uh, at an appropriate time. Bring some next time. Bring it us. Okay. Okay. Um you Beer. Mendel yes yeah. Mendel. <laughs> <laughs> Mendel if you w- saw a bakery if you saw a bakery that only baked bread and didn't have anything in it would you eat there if it didn't have a harsher the answer is no okay the answer is no and the reason why the answer is no is because you have no idea what type of processing aids they use you have no idea what type of release agents they are using, you have no idea what type of enzymes they use and guess what you don't even know what I'm talking about that's fine. Different than whiskey. That that's fine. That's fine. No, not different than whiskey. It's whiskey is true also. But I'm talking about the. Also. I'm talking about the bakery. Many people, right? The same people that have chumras that are extra halachic. We were talking about that before, right? Some people have chumras like pasi for example, right? Kali was not macabre pasi zor as a basic halacha. The Rav will give a shir one time when you all go back to wherever it is that you all come from, <laughs> and we can explain to you what I mean. But it's not about... Many people mock Bishel soul does not apply to things that can be eaten raw. Yet many people have a Chumrah of Hasidim and Antrim isa to be mocked on such things as well. Or people are mak- put on things that are not a even though they're 100% mutter. I don't know. I can't understand why these people call me up afterwards and they want to eat stuff that's made in Treif Caleb and they're telling me about about all kinds of Hatirim and Shishim and Dachshunds and and tell me about all this stuff. I'm like, guys, right? Guys, right? We can't control ourselves at all, right? We can't control ourselves. There's tons of great stuff out there. I was stuck in the middle of no place in British Columbia, and I went I went to a supermarket. Right. I went to a supermarket and it, lo and behold, all the it was, it was in Canada, all kinds of weird stuff. There was nothing. There was no, no drink besides for water that I was able to buy. But it's Canada. Right next door, there's a beer store. Right. There's a liquor store every five feet. More liquor stores than gas stations in Canada. So I, go the, I went into the liquor store. And I looked at the beer, I looked at the beer, and I'm thinking like, yo, uh, this one looks okay, that one looks okay. Like, I'm the guy who writes the list, right? So I should know it's okay. But then I found some wonderful Star K beer that's made in Oregon, very high-end, beautiful beer. I bought myself, I bought myself two cans of beer, and I had dinner. It was Gvaldick, <laughs> right? I'm saying if, 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 if I would drink Sprite, my wife would get angry with me, sugar, but uh, you know, beer. Nobody had sugar to beer. My point only is, my point only really is it's not as simple as you make it out to be. And halakhi, it's it's inconsistent with the way that you people at home deal with food. I'm not saying that you should stop drinking alcohol. I'm not saying you should stop following the lists of approved items. I'm just saying you should know that it's a compromise. But Meheri and Mashiach will rebuild the base amiktosh, right? We'll bring Carbonis and if you have a lechem, hopefully you'll have a hechsher. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. All,
1: right. All right, I'm out of time. Well, of how much drink comes.
0: We only trust people who drink. <laughs> <laughs>